Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Is there an agenda, not just at the UN, but for global governance, especially in economic markets? One world government? Today, Tom DeWeese is going to explain the activist handbook, how you can fight back for local control. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with Tom DeWeese, who is here in our studio in Colorado, visiting from Virginia, where he leads the American Policy Institute. Am I saying that right? Welcome to the show, Tom DeWeese. Thank you, it's good to be here. It's American Policy Center. Center, America, yeah. America, mm -hmm. well, Institute Center, yeah, you same know. Thing. <laughs> you're, you're fighting for American policy, which is sort of a, an amorphous term. What kind of policies? What we want is uh, a limited government, control over our government so that people are able to live their lives as they choose, and uh, in free enterprise, private property. All of these things are under attack. Uh, across this country, uh, even our uh, our farmers and so forth, the food supply. And uh, so what we're working on is uh, trying to tell people what the threat is, how uh, how serious it is, and it's very serious, and then what to do about it. So. Wow, so uh, let's talk about private property, for example. Uh, mm -hmm. Is this under attack? Why would anyone want my property? The, the main goal here is that uh, in, in our communities, in our cities. The, if you look into the, pro, the programs there, you will hear them talking about smart growth is one of the terms they use. You're talking about the That's globalists who want yes, to take, yeah. take global they, power for the United Nations or for who? Who are yeah. the big three players? The, the, the big three players, United Nations, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum. And the, World the, Economic Forum. Yeah. So this is yeah. a, a group that we don't talk about too much. Who, who is, yeah. Who's running that? The head of that is a man named Klaus Schwab. And uh, he has put out, a, and I'm sure people have heard of this, uh, the book, uh, The COVID-19 and the Great Reset. We have a copy of it here. I wanna hold yeah. this up. We do not recommend you go out and buy this book, but it is written by Klaus Schwab and Terry Malloret. Uh, and what do they do at the World Economic Forum? What they do is they have massive training going on for a lot of local elected uh, people, your city council and county commissioners, your state legislators, congressmen, uh, go there. Bill Gates has been there, learning how to uh, put the policies in place that they are advocating. And those policies are an attack on the free enterprise system, an attack on private property ownership, because people who have private property are more independent. These people want total control. That's what it's about. And uh, Klaus Schwab wrote this book. This is the interesting thing about this book. The, you know, the, the COVID-19 lockdown started in March of 2020. This book came out he said this book was a, a report on what they learned, uh, the weaknesses of capitalism and so forth uh, in the world because of the COVID-19 uh, lockdowns. The interesting thing about this book is the lockdown started in March of 2020. The book was out in 
August of 2020. And he says, this is all about what we learned there. This book was written before that. Wow. Uh, and, and the other thing is that a lot of the stuff with the lockdowns, they, the uh, World Economic Forum held two separate uh, trial runs, test cases in uh, 2018, 2019. And then in 2020, it happened. Absolutely down the line of what happened was produced so, in that. So there are global interests who who want global government. They don't want American constitutional government, right? right. They want to diminish your right to pri private property, your personal freedoms, your constitutional rights, maybe your First Amendment, Second Amendment rights, uh, but from a global perspective, they're using the COVID-19 crisis as a pretext to transform all governments of the world into a globalist sort of style of, of economic cooperation to take away your private property rights. What was the famous quote from Klaus Schwab who's behind all this? You will own nothing and be happy about it. It's he said uh, eventually, this. yes. What does that mean? It. That and sounds it, like Karl Marx. He uh, it, it absolutely is Karl Marx and, and, and the whole idea of not owning anything. And uh, one of the things, he talks about a circular economy. And this gets very interesting because a circular economy, you won't own anything. For example, you go to a, a clothing store and you buy a shirt. You pay them money because it's a value and you purchase it. Under his plan, you won't purchase the shirt, you will rent it. And then when you're tired of, of renting it, you bring it back and they set up a whole secondary economy now of pre-rented shirts. This is the global, uh, or the circular economy of what they're talking about. This is how nuts it gets. They're looking at it to be housing. They're looking at it to be cars and our transportation system. Uh, pretty much anything, you won't own it, you'll rent it. And, and for those who've studied uh, the history of communism, that you know, uh, the little red book, especially in China under Mao, but but you read uh, Marxism teaches the elimination of private property rights, that, that you cannot own your car or your house, uh, the government owns that and the government will tax you, the government will own all the businesses. That's why the Soviet Union failed, because it's a failed philosophy. Absolutely, and what we're heading for in the, the attack on private property, for example, uh, they are moving in cities across the country to build these big high-rise pack and stack uh, buildings. And uh, there is very little free enterprise, I mean, uh, private property in that. They are, and, and they're attacking landlords now where the landlords are starting to quit uh, to, you know, their businesses and the government takes it over. It becomes public housing. Eventually, if all of this is put in place, there will be no uh, private ownership. It will all be government housing that we are uh, living in. Okay, we need to take a short break, but when we come back, we need to take a short break, but when we come back, Tom DeWeese will explain how you can take back your liberty with his book on the Activist Handbook. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all at the biggest discounts ever. 
I know my betting products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original My Slippers, or for as low as $19.98, you can get our sandals or slides. Quantities won't last long, and with my 60-day money-back guarantee, you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Tom DeWeese, who has written two important books. The one we're promoting today is just out new. It's called The Activist Handbook, and there's a subtitle here. It's called How to Fight Back in Your Community. Uh, explain why you've written this book. Because people are scared and they want to know what to do. And most people are divided over a lot of different issues. There are people who want to fight uh, against gun control. They want to fight against abortion. They want to fight against the property rights uh, attacks, on and on and on. And they get splintered. Uh, one of the big things is people who believe in limited government believe that because they uh, don't like government and they want to ha keep it under control and, and, uh, and smaller and, and, and uh, limited. And uh, because they have that attitude, going to local uh, city council meetings, county commission meetings, anything like that. It's like, I've got a family to raise, I've got other things to do, I didn't get involved in all that. Yeah. But those who are putting these policies in place understand that on the local level, that is the, the place to begin to do, uh, to put these in place. Yes, they're coming down from a global level. Yes, there are things coming from the federal level, but city councils and county commissions and state legislatures have much more power than even a lot of them realize. They can stop a lot of this right there on the local community, but we aren't there. Meanwhile, these uh, the organizations that are working on this, they have a, uh, an army called non-governmental organizations. You have the Radical Environmental Movement, the World, uh, the, um, uh, World Wildlife Fund, and uh, Nature Conservancy, and groups like that. And they're promoting the Green New Deal, which, mm -hmm. which AOC has been mm -hmm. pushing in our Congress. Mm -hmm. uh, what is that and why is it bad? Yeah. Well, if you look at the Green New Deal, first of all, back up a little bit to 1992, the, the uh, UN had the Earth Summit. And at that Earth Summit, they introduced what became known as Agenda 21. They said Agenda 21 is a comprehensive blueprint for the reorganization of human society. Think about what a powerful statement that is. Say it again slowly. It is a comprehensive blueprint for the reorganization of human society. Agenda 21, that's yes. out of the United Nations. Out of the United Nations. And 
this had uh, all of the same pieces and parts in it of, of the attacks on private uh, property and on free enterprise and so forth, uh, reorganization of human society. And uh, the word that they used, the, ta the, the uh, uh, policy that they used to put this in place, and you hear it everywhere, is sustainable. And you know, all the policies we're hearing today, what's sustainable? The, what they had to come up with was a means to get us to voluntarily give up our liberties. What they came up with was the threat of environmental Armageddon. I've had environmentalists get in my face and say, it doesn't matter how many rights you think you have if you don't have a planet to stand on. So fear, fear, fear. Yeah. So everything we're dealing with today, sustainable, 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 is supposed to be the, <coughs> the way that we're going to live better with the environment. What the, it really is- The problem is, with their theory though is that that wind energy and solar energy, it, if those are the only two sustainable forms of energy and you eliminate gasoline or natural gas or you eliminate anything that actually is efficient in terms of energy, it's not sustainable. That, that, that solar and wind have their limits. Uh, it, they, you can only really power about 20% of a city even if you maxed out all of the, the wind power and solar power available the rest of the people would starve in the dark. They would have no electricity and that causes global poverty. It's a tax on the poor when you triple somebody's electric bill because you're not allowing efficient carbon-based energy. You've just gotten to the very root of all these attacks and why they're doing them. The, uh, you know, the, the control and the fear is the, is the tool. But uh, you know, sustainable, as you're hearing it everywhere, coming out of global corporations and everything, is a trigger word to get us to voluntarily give up our liberties. And what Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset are, are doing, they are now focusing on, uh, for example, Wall Street. And they are, they are making rules, and Wall Street is following along with this. Merrill Lynch and uh, you know, several of the investment organizations and so forth are doing this. They only care now, is the product that are being produced by these corporations sustainable? And, and that's the title so, yeah. of this other book we want to promote for you. It's called Sustainable by Tom, De, uh, Tom DeWeese. What is the subtitle here? The it's war. The war on free enterprise, private property, and individuals. And it looks so. like a picture of a, a ticking time bomb on the cover. What does this mean? Sustainable. That, that is your city sitting on that ticking time bomb, and uh, if, if they put all these policies in place, what happens? You just described it beautifully about the poverty and the hunger and everything else going to take place. Most of, almost all of the environmental policies that are being put in place. Environmentalists hate it when I say this, but almost all of them do more damage to the environment than anything we've ever done before. Solar panels, massive millions of acres of these things. Underneath is cement and infrastructure. Nothing's growing there. Uh, the, the wind towers, uh, if, if, we have, if, if they succeed in getting all of our energy to these two things, first of all, nothing will be flying in the air. We will starve to death. It kills birds. It kills birds. Right. And uh, they're paving the earth, and uh, we'll have no farmland. <laughs> well, it does provide some energy can come from the wind to, to generate those turbines, mm -hmm. but the, the cost of maintaining those turbines mm -hmm. are, are like 10 times the cost of the energy you get out of it, and it's not sustainable. So why are they calling it sustainable energy when actually, uh, coal or natural gas or gasoline, which they're trying to tax and, and ban, uh, their goal is to get rid of those. Those would be actually more efficient 
Uh, granted, we need to stop pollution, mm -hmm. but, but to use those energies would be more efficient for putting food on people's tables, mm -hmm. for, for putting inexpensive <laughs> electricity in your home so that you can heat your furnace in the winter. Otherwise, you're gonna freeze and your lights won't flick on and you'll die mm -hmm. in the cold in the dark. That's their real goal in the long run if, mm -hmm. if you, you know, follow it to his natural conclusion. First of all, it's a direct tack, uh, attack on free enterprise. And you have private corporations that are uh, creating that energy. And the, the goal here is control. And uh, they also, and I'll tell you, uh, all the years that I fought against the, this, these policies, I knew that one of the major issues uh, or tenets of what they wanted to do was reduction of the population massive dis, dis, you know, reduction in the population. I didn't talk about it because I was having enough trouble getting people to understand the threat on their property. Let's talk about that right <laughs> after this short break. Yeah. Is there now a goal to reduce the population of the earth after this? Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money, this is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Tom DeWeese, who is author of these two important books, 
mention your website and where people can find Sustainable and the Activist Handbook. Our website is AmericanPolicy.org and uh, we have lots of tools there and, and my book, uh, Sustainable free, uh, the, the War on Free Enterprise, Private Property and Individuals and the Handbook uh, are, are there along with other things. We have a a large archive of articles that we've written on all these issues. You can get a lot of background uh, on these issues AmericanPolicy.org well. is mm -hmm. the website. I wanna get back into the activist handbook, how to fight back in your community. You're talking about <laughs> local governance, right? City council meetings, county commissioner meetings, school board meetings. This is where mm -hmm. average citizens can show up and have their voices heard because those politicians, elected officials are accessible. It's hard to write to your congressman, sometimes they don't return your calls, but you can probably have, have coffee with your city councilman. You can, and, and our founders set up our system of government specifically for that reason, that Congress would be the farthest away, but your most, uh, supposed, supposedly the local community was supposed to have the most influence on your life, and that you would have the most influence on those making that. And, uh, and that's still true, and that's why we're advocating that we, that we go in the local community. Uh, but what needs to be done is uh, if just calling your councilman or even showing up and making a comment at, at a meeting or so forth, uh, what people don't understand, these NGO groups I mentioned, I mean, there are thousands of them, and they are surrounding your elected officials. And if you happen to show up at a meeting and, and, and you're saying something against what, what they're trying to produce, they're gonna whisper in their ear, the guy's nuts, don't pay any attention to him, it's a radical. And so eventually, a lot of elected officials begin to believe this is a proper role of government. What we haven't done from our side is create a permanent infrastructure from which to fight back, doing research, knowing who your enemy is, what are these policies, what are they putting in place, and uh, then uh, using that information to uh, organize how you're going to react to things. And uh, th that permanent infrastructure is what I call building a freedom pod. Just worry about your community, don't worry about next door. If you succeed in doing what you're uh, doing in your community, protecting private property, protecting local businesses, protecting your right to live your life as you choose, if you succeed in your community of doing that, community next door is gonna say, how'd you do that? Freedom pod is born and you begin to grow. So I wanna take a step back here when, when Marxism was first implemented by Lenin in, in what became the Soviet Union. They passed around the Communist Manifesto, right? And this was, uh, if you just read the first couple of chapters of that book, you realize it's a war on private property. They're literally gonna send an armed force, as Lenin did, he, or he took the army and he went in to seize all of the private property of the people who had it. Not just the elites, but the middle class was deprived of any right to their homes, uh, to their private property, uh, their, their grain was all nationalized. Mm -hmm. and, and when the army comes in to steal your private property rights, today they're doing it much more subtly, right? Uh, but they're using extreme taxation, they're using extreme, the Green New Deal kind of policies, uh, and their goal really is to bankrupt the poor, as if the poor weren't already bankrupt, right? Uh, but but what is the long game and what is the result of those policies if we allow distant bureaucrats, not just in Washington DC, but in Geneva, Switzerland, or in uh, you know the United Nations or the World Economic Forum, if they are dictating all of the policies, then how can the city councilman uh, even be effective and stand up against that? 
they, they can be effective in standing up against it because we still have an independent nation, a uh, sovereign nation. We still have the Constitution. It's suffering from massive neglect. And uh, when, when people begin to stand up, uh, the local elected officials and citizens are behind them and prom you know, uh, promoting what they're doing and, and they all work together, uh, you will see, first of all, uh, how's the federal government putting these things in place? One way is executive order. They're, they're telling all their agencies they have to, to put these things in place. State legislatures can use nullification and just ignore that executive order. And when enough pushback happens, then uh, you can begin to take control and, and uh, you know, stop them. Take a look right now, uh, shocking, what's going on in China at yeah. the moment, where you never would think anything could happen. People have had enough, and they are standing up against the most powerful communist regime in the world. There's a, there's and, a uh, democracy yeah. movement there, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and people mm -hmm. want republicanism. They want mm -hmm. accountability of locally elected officials to the voters, uh, and communism is on its last legs. It's, it's becoming more popular among millennials here in America, but it has already lost its taste among young people in China. Exactly, and the other thing that will happen here as you're fighting from the local level and you begin to organize and, and elect local councilmen that are good guys and, they, and, and, and county commissioners, that begins to move up. Those people start maybe running for state legislature. Eventually they start running for Congress. You are changing the debate. You are changing from the platform up to, uh, you know, to begin to change things. I like that. We're out of time, but I would like to say a prayer. Father in heaven, we turn to you in Jesus' name. And we ask that your principle of subsidiaria, subsidiarity, that, that he who governs closest to the people governs best. Father, we, we pray that you would delegate godly authority, not for, to some distant bureaucrats in Geneva who are gonna control America from a distance, uh, but instead, Father, we pray that the local city councilmen, the local county commissioners would be accountable to the people that we would have godly, accountable local government and that this principle of local control would spread not just across America, but across Europe, across China, that communism would be defeated, that totalitarianism uh, and authoritarianism would be defeated, and that liberty, freedom would become the model for all governments of the world. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Our guest has been Tom DeWeese, his website, AmericanPolicy.org. Click on store to see the books that he has at AmericanPolicy.org. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit. We need your important donations to expand and, and continue our show. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Do you have Muslim friends or neighbors living in America? We want to give them Bibles in their native language and you can help. We're making a free offer to you, the viewing audience, to help give away free Bibles to Muslims. If you want us to send a copy of the New Testament for yourself or a friend in any of the following languages, we would love to send it to you free of charge. We've got an Arabic New Testament available, Farsi New Testament, Turkish New Testament, the Kurdish New Testament in Kurmanji, the Kurdish New Testament Sorani, and the Dari Gospel of John. All you need to do is contact our office by phone, 719, 574-5900.
Again, that's 719-574-5900, or send an email request to hope at vopg.org. Again, that's hope, H-O-P-E, at vopg.org, and we'll process your request right away. God bless you. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.